I would encourage you to get over your resistance and start stepping forward into the places that are on the cutting edge. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and next up is this paragraph. A little, little nugget of interest here for you guys. The moving picture industry created a whole flock of millionaires. Most of them were men who couldn't create ideas, but they had the imagination to recognize ideas when they saw them. That is so important. You, it might not be your idea. It might be someone else's idea. That's a great idea for a screenplay. That, that actor who's selling me on themselves in the next project that they want to do, that's a great idea. That bringing this kind of movie to the, to the audience, that's a great idea. And there are the directors and the, um, producers that put those projects together. There are the business development people that put those projects together. There are the creative agencies, you know, the, the agents who represent the talent that put the projects together. There's so many people who are seeing the ideas that other people have and are putting them together. This is synthetic imagination. They're calling things together. They're creating plans. They're taking action on them. You can become rich doing this. So even if you're not in the movie industry, how could you do this in your industry? Where do you see other people doing something great or having an idea that you could put together with someone else and some other thing? That is a great way to make money. And this is what business deals are all about. So go do that. Think about that. Most of them, the millionaires, were men, in our case women, who couldn't create ideas, but they had the imagination to recognize ideas when they saw them, and then they put them together and executed on those plans. Want to be one of them? Go do it. Good morning. I'm Amira Alvarez, and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. This next topic is a real straightforward one, but something that you might not be willing to engage in or understand. So Hill says, the next flock of millionaires will grow out of the radio business, which is new and not overburdened with men of keen imagination. The money will be made by those who discover or create new and more, more meritorious radio programs and have the imagination to recognize merit and to give the radio listeners a chance to profit by it. So obviously we've gone beyond the radio phase and we now have digital radio. We have Spotify, we have Pandora, 
we have moved, you know, it went into Sirius and XM and then it went into Spotify and, and Pandora. There's always a next, um, more better, if you will, industry that helps people receive information that they didn't have before. So it, it makes people's life better. So are you on the cutting edge of the next industry that is in front of us? Think about how people are absorbing information. A lot of people are resistant to social media. I don't do Facebook. I don't do Instagram. I don't do Twitter. Now, maybe you don't do all of them, but are you resisting the next evolution of how people take in information and are entertained. So are you going to be someone who enters into that next level or are you going to be a follower? I would encourage you to get over your resistance and start stepping forward into the places that are on the cutting edge. Now, you may or may not be someone who is building out a huge empire, like starting the next Facebook or starting the next Spotify. That might be you. That might not be. You might just be someone who's utilizing that cutting edge technology. Do that. Step into that. Don't resist it. Get over your fears. Be that person. Don't be left behind. Now, again, this doesn't mean you have to do everything and burn yourself out. Pick your lane and go rock it out. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So the next few paragraphs in this chapter on imagination are Hill's commentary on the fields of radio and how it's a great opportunity for people and how it's going to take over and evolve and that the, this is the next, the next big thing and what it needs uh, to really take things to the next level and, and that there's opportunity in this field. And he's making a pitch for this. Now we can think, oh, this is obsolete. This isn't relevant anymore. We're in the digital age. Where's radio? All of that. And that would be short-sighted because this is a bigger concept of evolution. There is an ever-evolving, supplanted, uh, ever-evolving technology, ever-evolving life. Um, things become more. New things supplant outdated practices, causing them to improve. Now, radio still has its function, but there is digital radio like Sirius and XM, there's Spotify, there's Pandora, there's all of this, even YouTube, and it's going to keep going. Things that we have not imagined yet are being called into form and creation all the time, all the time. And you can tell that these are evolving and uh, supplanting past things. So the world is expanding. It's moving forward. And you must be too. Now, Hill talks in this section around 
how radio is about hearing versus print ads are about seeing and how that is an evolution. Now you could also recognize that, you know, print ads have evolved within that channel since say the forties and fifties. Have you ever looked back on a print ad from like an old life magazine and compare it to a print ad these days? It's an art form what has developed. It is so evolved. And so even if you are in a channel that might be, um, quote unquote, being taken over by a new form of communication, say radio to the print ads, uh, you can still stay in the print ad lane or the old lane as long as you evolve. You must be part of this expanding world that's moving forward as well. If you want your success in life, if you want to really live to your potential, you must work in alignment with the laws of the universe. And one of the laws of the universe is expansion. It is more life. You must become more as well. If you want your success to come and to come easier than you ever believed possible, you must align yourself with expansion, with growth, with becoming more, with evolving. Nature evolves. You must too. So what does this look like on the field of play, on the granular, like in the microcosm of your life? Well, growth looks like expanding yourself and doing the challenging things, the hard things, moving beyond your comfort zone, moving toward the resistance, not away from it. That thing that you're procrastinating on, go do it. That thing that seems hard, that is causing you to freak out, go do it. That thing in your relationship that you're avoiding talking about, that's hard, that makes you feel uncomfortable, go have that conversation. In business, is it being more visible? Is it taking that marketing uh, action or making that investment that you think is a big stretch for you? Go do it. In your personal life, say you have the desire to let go of some weight. You look at yourself in the mirror. You look at yourself in the, the family photos and you're like, hmm, that's not who I see myself as. Go be disciplined. Go evolve yourself in that arena. Now, not everyone's that none of these things are particular to if none of these things are particular or good examples in your life, go find the example that fits. Don't write this off because you have no desire to let go of weight. Maybe it's uh, getting in better shape. Maybe it's dressing nicer. Maybe it's having more downtime. Maybe it's meditating. Whatever it is for you, go do that thing. Go, go evolve yourself. That is working in alignment with the laws. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and thank you so much for joining me. So today, let's talk about this. Hill says, the story of practically every great fortune starts with the day when a creator of ideas and a seller of ideas got together and worked in harmony. Carnegie surrounded himself with men who could do all that he could not do, men who created ideas and men who put ideas into operation, and he made himself and the others 
fabulously rich. So there's so much in this one paragraph. Carnegie was smart enough to surround himself with people who created ideas and sold ideas and got them together and helped them work in harmony. He was the mastermind. He was the puppeteer, if you will. He was the organizer, the director, the conductor. And he hired great people who knew how to both create ideas and sell ideas. If you didn't know, Carnegie was a steel magnet, but he did not know much about steel. Of course, along the way, he learned quite a bit. But it wasn't like he was a, a, a steel expert in the beginning, but he knew how to hire people. So team is so important. Having great people on your team is essential. Who's on your team? Ask yourself that. Are you committed to doing it alone? Struggling by yourself? I'm going to say right off the bat, stop that. That's not how it works. Hire people to help you. Hire a great team. Now, there's so much to this. When I was first starting my business, I hired people and I didn't have a great team. I had to work through all my stuff, how to take personal responsibility, how to be a good leader, which comes up in the next chapter, by the way on organized planning, how to hire well, how to inspire, how to not feel guilty, how to show up with clarity, have clear communication. I had to raise my standards without negating the other person. So it's super important for you to start that practice as soon as possible. You won't be great out, out right off the bat, like right out of the gate. Know that. Stick with it. Persistence is key. Who's on your, who's on your personal team and who's on your business team? And are you happy with your team? You must keep raising your standards. If you're not happy with your team, have you taken 100% personal responsibility? To school them up, to communicate, to let them know what the expectations are. Are you a great leader in your personal life? Have you surrounded yourself with supportive, amazing people? It's so important, but it starts with you. It starts with you. So for today, who's on your team? How can you better your best there? How can you have a better team. And remember, it all starts with you. We're going to take a quick pause in the teaching to tell you about the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, a powerful way to scale up and create consistent cash flow in your life and your business. We'll come right back to the teaching in less than a minute. So stick with us. The Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit is a three-day virtual event designed to help you break through your subconscious blocks and self-sabotaging behavior that keeps you playing small and not consistently making the money you desire or achieving your big goals and delightful life. This is what I had to do when I made my big quantum leap, going from making 138 to 700K in one year then crossing the seven-figure mark. 
It's time for you to do the same thing. Eliminate the confusion, master your mindset, and get the exact methodology required to scale up your business and your life. Go to the unstoppablewoman.com slash summit to grab your ticket now before we sell out. I can't wait to help you experience a true income breakthrough as well. I'll see you there. Now we'll get back to the teaching. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and thank you for joining me. So I'm going to go back to something that we covered yesterday and really call it forward for you. In this paragraph, the story of practically every great fortune starts with the day when a creator of ideas and a seller of ideas got together and worked in harmony. I want to underscore there. There is someone who is a creator of ideas and someone who is a seller of ideas. When you are beginning your business, you must be both a creator of ideas and a seller of ideas. You must sell your ideas to other people outside of your organization and then eventually to people within your organization. So that looks like selling your ideas to investors, selling your ideas to clients and customers, selling your ideas to yourself, selling your ideas to the people on your team, selling your ideas to your husband or your partner or your um, parents or whoever helps support you in moving forward in this world. You must be able to sell. This is so critical and most people want to run screaming from the room thinking that selling is bad. They have bought the belief that it is manipulation or that it is getting, not serving, that it is somehow taking something from someone else. And that is, that could be what selling is. We've all had that experience of the icky salesperson, but sales done well is a sale where everyone wins. Everyone is moving in the right direction. You've sold your idea to an investor. The the investor has more life because they get to contribute to something that is growing. Everyone moves forward. Everyone goes forward. That is more life. You sell your idea to a customer or a client. You solve their problem with your product or service. That's more life for everyone. So you must get behind this idea that for a business or a life to be successful, you must have ideas and you must sell them. Now in the beginning, when you are bootstrapping it, you must be a good salesperson yourself. Otherwise, it's very hard to get your life or your business off the ground, okay? You must sell. You can't just be the creator of the idea. Now, later, as you have momentum and have things moving forward, you can have people creating ideas for you, bringing you ideas within your business or organization, bringing you ideas within your, your personal life, and you can have people selling for you. But if you abdicate 
either of those responsibilities in the beginning, you will never get to the next level in your life or business. We've talked a lot about ideas so far in this book. You must have the idea. You must have the idea. You must be the creator of that idea. And now I want to call forth that you also must sell those ideas. And then once you're in motion, once you've got the momentum going, then you can have people on your team that bring ideas to you. Then you can have people on your team that sell for you. And then the momentum gets even more and more. Okay, with that, your question for today is, are you 100% behind the idea of selling? Are you a salesperson? And if you're not, what are you going to do to become a salesperson? How are you going to learn that skill? Now, pitch alert, if you would like to learn sales, we have two programs on this. One is a DIY program that is very inexpensive, the Sales Mindset, uh, sales and Mindset Mastery Program. And the second is our Sales Intensive, which is a in-depth intensive that you can sign up for and learn directly from me. Um, so if you're interested in either of those two things, book a consult with us or reach out to us via email and ask about them. We'll set you up. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and thank you so much for joining us. So next up here, the paragraph that I would like to read is the following. Millions of people go through life hoping for favorable breaks. And he has breaks in quotes. Perhaps a favorable break can get one an opportunity, but the safest plan is not to depend upon luck. It was a favorable, quote, break that gave me the biggest opportunity of my life. But 25 years of determined effort had to be devoted to that opportunity before it became an asset. So important here, guys. So to my mind, and I think that Hill would agree here because he puts breaks in quotes, there, there is no such thing as luck. We live in a cause and effect universe. So even that uh, event where Hill was in front of Carnegie and Carnegie suggested this idea for this book to go study successful men and women and to write a Bible, if you will, on success and what made them successful and that he would open the doors to those interviews but not pay Hill for this project. That was an opportunity. You could see this as luck or a favorable break. But what got Hill in that room? Well, he had to show up in his life as a journalist who was pursuing stories. He had to show up for his boss in a particular way for his boss to assign him to go interview the, the famous man Carnegie, right? He had to be someone who had that spark of initiative, who was asking good questions. That did not come by luck alone. There were causes 
to those effects. And then Carnegie did not ask any person who came to him to write this book. He asked Hill specifically. And the story goes that he had a stopwatch under the table when he asked Hill, will you do this? He was timing him. How long would it take for him to say yes? And it was just under the buzzer, if you will. I believe it was 30 seconds within which Hill answered yes. That's a quick decision, guys. Carnegie was looking for someone who could make quick decisions because he knew that was an attribute of successful people, making quick decisions. Decisions. Hill did that in under 30 seconds. That is not luck. That is cause and effect. So remember this. You must take the determined action. You must put in the effort. You must grow your life. Go do that. What are you doing right now to become a person for whom luck finds? Write that out. How are you bettering your best? It's a cause and effect universe. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. The next paragraph here that we are going over is the following. When the idea was first planted in my mind by Mr. Carnegie, it was coaxed, nursed, and enticed to remain alive. Gradually, the idea became a giant under its own power, and it coaxed, nursed, and drove me. Ideas are like that. First, you give life and action and guidance to ideas. Then, they take on power of their own and sweep aside all opposition. This is so critical to remember. So in the beginning, you need to nurture the idea, your idea. It requires higher effort. It's a baby that needs lots of attention. It's, it's required in the beginning. Otherwise, you get distracted. You move on to other things. You uh, take on too much stuff. You go in a zillion different directions. These are all ways that we then ignore the ideas that we actually need to nurture. Are you nurturing your ideas? This means that you must pay attention to them. You must make love to them, if you will. You must encourage them to grow. This means you must use your imagination. You must give them time. You must think about them. You must coax them along. Okay? Then, once they've really been implanted, embedded in your subconscious, they then take hold of you and you become obsessed with them and you follow them no matter what. Now, this is true whether the idea is a positive idea or a negative idea. So pay attention to this. Now, as adults making conscious decisions saying, I want this. I desire this. We call in a positive idea. Now, if it's contradictory to 
our subconscious programming, we'll get distracted. We'll go off and do other things. We'll drop that idea. You must nurture that idea that you really want, that desire that you really want. Now, what about the negative ideas? Those tend to be, generally speaking, ideas that have been embedded in our subconscious from an early age, and they've been with us for a long time. Ideas like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm someone who is always disappointed. I am someone who can never get ahead. I am someone who's unlovable, who's wrong, who needs to prove herself to be right. All of these things are ideas that are embedded in our subconscious and they're negative. And they, they've already been nurtured and for many, many years, and they don't need a lot of help to stay in momentum. And they can actually cause the distraction and the procrastination and the, the negation of the positive ideas that you want to bring in. So you have to ask yourself, what are you nurturing right now? And how much is it positive or is it negative? Are there places in your life where you, you can see yourself supporting a negative self-image of yourself, a negative conception of yourself? Okay, what are you nurturing and how much effort are you going to put into nurturing the positive new ideas? Become obsessed with them. For the bonus content for this week's Thinking Yourself into Exponential Success, I want to go back to something that we covered at the very beginning, which is talking about what to do with evolving, changing times. So here's a truth. The truth is that we're always evolving, us as individuals and us as a society and a culture. There will always be growth. Life is about more life, about growing, about becoming more. So there will be evolution in how things are done. Are you going to sit back and watch and let life grow beyond you? Or are you going to be an active participant and really move forward with life, go with the flow versus against the flow? Think about it. If life is evolving in some way and you're resistant to that evolution, you're going to stand on ceremony and say, you know what? I don't want to play on social media. That's not who I am. Uh, I don't like the privacy rules. I don't like any of the way people are showing up. People are trolls. People are mean. Let's throw the baby out with the bathwater. I am going to sit in my office and uh, network the best that I can without being on social media. Well, that might have worked fine, say, before COVID and there was a pandemic that caused people to need to social distance. But then afterwards, you're left going, wow, I have no way to connect with people because I'm not on this digital frontier. I'm not participating. And you're stuck. So now think about how people have responded to COVID and the pandemic. 
Some people pivoted instantaneously. Some people did it a month in, two months in. Some people are still in resistance to changing and doing things differently. And they're not wanting to do things digitally. They're complaining about events being digital and virtual versus in-person. I'm not going to participate. If you hear yourself saying, that's not how I like to do things. That's not how I'm going to participate. That is fighting against reality and the fact that life is going to continue whether you like it or not. Ouch, right? Ouch. You always have choice. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You may say, I want to step out of this virtual world. I don't want to participate in social media. I don't want to participate in digital events, virtual events. I'm a people person. And for me, that means only in person. Well, then you're making a choice. And you got to watch what the result of that choice is. Is it going to serve you both in the short term and the long term? It may very much serve you in the short term. I don't want to be on another Zoom call. But in the long term, you've let three amazing events pass you by because you didn't want to figure out how to be on your computer for three hours at a time, four hours at a time. But you have agency and choice. So this is a choice and you have to see, okay, short term, that might be good for my energy. Long term, that's terrible for my career. How do I mitigate this? How do I show up differently? Am I going to be left in the dust or am I going to keep moving forward? And the idea is to think about it before, say, a pandemic hits or before a crisis comes on board. What are the trends? Where is life going? How can I be on the cutting edge? Now, you don't have to be on every single cutting edge, unless that's your job, to be a trendsetter. But you do have to participate, or you need to have people on your team help you participate. I was a little late, quite a bit late, to the Instagram show, right? And now I have wonderful folks on my team helping me post and do things there. And it's made my life so much easier. And I still am slightly challenged on the Instagram front. But I moved past, to an extent, my resistance by delegating some of the pieces to my team and asking for help, saying, I don't get this. This is confusing. I like it better over here. Why can't it be like this? But then how do I do this? How do I participate? What do I still need to do? What's the, what are the rules here, the game plan here? Show me how it works, okay? And I've done better and worse in this arena depending on the channel, if you will. But there's always a learning curve. So are you willing to learn? Are you willing to grow? Are you, are you willing to put yourself forward and make mistakes so that you can continue to expand and have more life for yourself and for your business? Because if you're not showing up out there 
visibly in this world, visibility is a big thing. If you're not doing what people are doing right now, you're going to have a challenge with money flow. Because money comes from source through people, through something called a sale. But let's talk about the through people part. Are you doing what people are doing? Now, you don't have to be one with the herd and just going with the flow. You can be an iconoclast. You can go in a slightly different direction. Now, that might sound like I'm, I'm giving you two different pieces of advice. The, the key thing to walk away with here is, are you resistant to the expansion of life? And do you need to actually participate in a new evolution, a new trend that's happening? Maybe you do it your own way. Maybe you do it uniquely. But are you just, you know, uh, turning your nose up at it? Or are you consciously choosing, you know what, I'm going to do it like this and I'm going to freaking excel over here and that's going to be complementary to this trend or um, set me apart from this trend or be the best at this trend. But do not resist the evolution of life. Okay, with that, I'm Amira Alvarez, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to the unstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes that really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.